Hey, good day, everyone. It's uh, Scott here, and uh, we are we are in the midst of another week. Hope you guys are having a good one. It is Valentine's week, and we're going to be talking about love. And uh, I have given some thought about this. I was going to record this last week, and uh, instead decided to push it off till this week. And uh, and we are looking at this this idea of love and what is love, how does it work. And you may be asking, what gives me the the authority? What what gives me the the right to talk about love? Well, I don't know that I have any right or authority, but I have been been married for sixteen years now, and with my wife for seventeen years as of today that I am recording this. We started dating actually, crazy enough, the day before Valentine's Day. I know. You're not really supposed to do that, but uh, I did. It is what it is. And uh, so here we are. And I was looking at the st- statistics of divorce rates just in the United States from last year. And it is staggering. There's that 50 percent for newlyweds first time marriage people and it it increases every time you remarry it goes up for like 60 for second and then 70 for third timers so it doesn't get any better for for the more you try but it is interesting to me and i feel that we have a a misskewed idea of what love is. We have an image in our idea of our head, an image in our head of what love is, and that image is not correct. especially when it comes to to marriage. And I'm going to talk more about marriage this week. And next week, I'm going to talk more about uh, love more in general and a love for people. And I find love to be an interesting subject because there's love is, is interesting because you have romantic love, you have brotherly love, You have a love of food, which is neither romantic or brotherly love. And the Greeks and the Romans had different words for love, which is where we get like the word filio is brotherly love, which is where you get Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. But anywho... We're going to talk about romantic love. We're going to talk about marriage. And the thing about romantic love is let's talk about romance for just a second. Do we have in our head an idea of romantic love? And do we get that idea from Hollywood? Do we get that idea from TV? And I feel that the world tells us this is romance 
romance comes and it's this great emotion. It's this great feeling that you get for someone. And, and it's all about the physical and it's all about the fire inside your belly that you get for someone. And that can be true for the beginning part of any romantic feeling that you have for someone. When I first met my wife, Autumn, the reason I started dating her, the reason I went out on a date with her was because I found her attractive. I found her physically attractive. I talked to her a couple times. She seemed like a nice person. And uh, I said, yeah, you know what? I want to go on a date with her. So we went out on a date and we talked and we clicked on several topics. And there was a physical attraction there. And I think there has to be that physical attraction, but, but that can't be everything because that at some point the physicality of that attraction is going to go away at some point. If the relationship that you have started with that person the physical aspect is just going to go away. You're going to get older. Let's just be honest with ourselves. And the older you get, physically, you're going to change. I do not look the same. Autumn does not look the same. Nor would I expect her to look the same that she did 17 years ago. And I still love her. I love her more now than I did then. But as our relationship developed, as our love for each other developed, as the idea, and I want to I talk about the idea of, of when and how I personally decided I was going to ask her to marry me. And then, I don't know what her ideas were, I mean, but there was a point in the relationship. There was a breaking point in the relationship. And I'm going to talk about that because as a pastor, she had said, I don't think that I can go outside of where I live right now. I can't. And so I mulled this over. I thought if she cannot go, somewhere outside of where she lives from her family, I cannot continue to date her. That is a, that is a breaking point for me. And so I had decided I'm going to have to break up with her. Now we had been dating for a few months. And then she came to me and she said, you know what? I've changed. I've prayed about this. And wherever you go, I can go with you. Wherever you go, I will go. If you are called to another city, if you are called to another state, I can go with you. 
That is huge. That was a huge moment in our relationship. At this point, we had discussed many, many things. We had discussed doctrine. We had discussed family. We had discussed children. We had discussed many things. And at that point, I knew that I loved her. I had not decided if I was going to marry her yet, but I knew that I loved her. And so we carried the relationship on. And then I decided that I wanted to marry her a few months later. And we got married. But this is the thing. There is, there is no like deep-rooted emotions. Love is, is such a strange thing when it comes to romance. There's first the physicality part. There's you're, you're attracted to them physically and it's, it's great and it's, it's, it's passionate the first month or two. But then you come down to earth and you begin to discuss things and you begin to talk and then you begin to to really find out who they are because you're talking about a lifetime. You don't want to go through divorce. You don't want to have to divorce that person. Especially if you're a Christian, because biblically speaking, the Bible is against divorce. And so when you're talking biblically, you're going to begin to discuss their belief system in God. And so me and Autumn had many, many discussions in her belief system, in my belief system, we discussed her doctrinal beliefs and my doctrinal beliefs. And this is just boring stuff. It really is. But it's discussions that you have to have. If you want to marry someone, you have to be on the same page. We discussed children and how would we want to raise children. We discussed all of that. We dated for approximately nine months, got engaged. I think we dated about a year, year and a half before we got married. I, I can't remember the exact. Autumn remembers it all way better than me. We've been married 16 years together for 17 years. So I guess it was about a year. But we, we've been together. For 16 years married, 17 years all together, but we discuss a lot of things. We talk a lot of things through. We sacrifice for each other. Love is sacrificial. If you want a good definition of love, go to the 13th chapter 
of Corinthians. It'll give you a wonderful definition of love. It's patient, it's kind, it's enduring. It's wonderful. But in marriage, it's a give and take. Sometimes you're giving, and sometimes you're taking. It's not on a selfish side that you're taking. You're, you're sometimes, you know what? Let me put it this way. Sometimes you're taking because you have to take. A few years ago, I had my gallbladder out. And Autumn was on the giving side and I was on the taking side. She was taking care of me. And then we had Belle. And as Autumn was recovering from that, she was on the taking side. And that's fine. In a few days, Autumn is going to have surgery. Please be praying for her. Um, If you're listening to this and you're a Christian, she's going to be having surgery. And she'll be on the taking side. And I'll be taking care of her. You want to know what makes a good marriage good? That is understanding that communication is key. That is understanding that you're not always going to be in agreement. That is understanding that when you don't both fully agree on something, that's okay. There is a solid biblical view on marriage. It is fully outlined. If you are a Christian and you have studied the Bible and you understand the Bible, you will realize that what Paul says about the Christian marriage makes full sense. You will understand when Paul says that the husband is the head of the family as Christ is the head of the church. That is a huge, huge responsibility not to be taken lightly. And you will understand that it is a massive sacrifice that the husband makes. Christ made a sacrifice for the church. And as the head of the household, the husband makes sacrifices for the family. And the wife as well. The church makes sacrifices. The church listens. The church loves Christ. And God. But romance, we need to, we need to figure out in this country 
what's going on? 50% of marriages ending in divorces. 50% is an awfully high number. Are the is it the expectations? Love is is so much more than a feeling. When people say, well, we just fell out of love. Love is something you have to work on. You just don't fall out of love. You it's something you've you've stopped working on. You've 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 got to dedicate yourself to it. You've got to be focused on it. You've got to to put your mind to it. You've got to say, you know, I'm going to work on this each and every day. It is easy, easy to not love. It is easy to just wake up and say, I no longer want to do this. It is easy to walk away from things. It is easy to be critical of people, especially those that you've lived with, especially those that have that know how to hurt you the most. But but we need to wake up. We need to start loving our spouses. We need to start loving our kids better we need to we need to start putting our focus back on Christ and back on our spouses and back on loving people we need to figure out how to love our husbands and how to love our wives better. We need to realize it's not about emotions and feelings when it comes to loving our husbands and wives. It's about dedication. It's about communication. It's about sacrifice. It's about giving. It's about it's taking when taking is needing. It's about realizing their needs and our needs and, and communicating it and saying, I need this. I need you to do this for me. What do you need me to do for you so I can do it? Here's what I can, here's what I can really, really need you to do for me today. Can you do that for me? And I'll do this for you. I don't know if this has helped any of you out there. I hope it has. I, I feel like I've probably rambled more than anything. But hey, I hope it has helped you. Uh, if you guys are enjoying the uh, podcast, please do share it uh, on your Facebooks, your Instagrams, your Twitter. And I will talk to you guys later. As I mentioned before, Autumn is having surgery this week. So if you guys could keep her in your prayers, I'd deeply appreciate it. Thanks a lot, and I'll talk to you later.